Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. New Age Narcissism with Charles Preston. Yes, in these last 35 years plus, I have traversed the New Age landscape, what we come to know as the New Age, alternative healing, alternative lifestyle, including course, yoga, shamanism, natural foods, herbal medicine, alternative lifestyles such as polyamory, and exploring various traditions, ancient and modern fusions from all around the world for more than three decades. Throughout my journey, witnessing my own experience and, and as a therapist, counselor, witnessing many others, I've come to this simple conclusion that if I have to describe the New Age in one word, that word has to be... Are you ready? Drum roll, please. <laughs> yes, the word is narcissism. Why? My experience and observation shows me that the New Age mantra, if you will, is I am or I am God. And of course, drawing on the pagan teachings, it goes something like this. Do as you will and harm none, meaning you can do anything you want. With the caveat, of course, that you don't impose on others, do not harm others. Easier said than done. <laughs> to claim that I am God, this is a compelling suggestion, affirmation. Is it not? Because it thus gives one total, total freedom to act according to their own will, not to seek or live by any authority. And thus, as I've seen 
now as a young elder myself, I turned 60 this year, uh, a lack of respect, often in New Age communities, for the elders. Unless perhaps the elder comes from some exotic place like the Amazon, <laughs> you know, or Tibet, dressed in the full garb, with the wrinkles and and the smudge and all of their ceremony and paraphernalia, then perhaps <sighs> some respect is given. But otherwise, it's about me. It started with the me generation. Did it not? In the 70s, early 70s, this me generation was born. Free love, which a lot of people interpreted as free sex, <clears throat> drugs, rock and roll. And we had New Age gurus like Terence McKenna inviting us even to, to get loaded, to, to go to the extreme of mm, depravity, if you will, Yes, orgies, uh, having sex with perfect strangers, consuming copious amounts of alcohol and barbiturates, opiates, etc. And it's not to put down these, all of these traditions that I group under the term, under the umbrella, New Age. For I did learn a lot from teachers like Lao Tzu, the Taoist teachings. Certainly from Yogi Bhajan, other yoga masters, discipline even. So there's, there's always, for me, has always been contradictions within this search. Mm -hmm. Teachers like Osho saying that you're free, you're free to do anything you want, you know, and there are consequences. And there are other teachers like Yogi Bhajan saying, no, you have to follow the rules. So we see this spectrum from discipline, from a teacher like Yogi Bhajan, Kundalini Yoga Master, uh, drawing from the Sikh ways, all the way to freedom and even anarchy. Yes, some people in the New Age are avowed anarchists. They believe that this is the way to be anarchy, to be anarchistic. Narcissist and anarchistic <laughs> kind of rhyme, don't they? We were trained to celebrate narcissism in various ways, and even to go as far as to worship those, to bow down to those who've mastered this distorted worldview. So, is it any wonder that these same leaders in the New Age movement were often disgraced at some point? for abuse of power, 
often involving sexual abuse with their students, with their followers. And thus, the, the misery, this up and down, high, low, bipolar phenomena that, that I witnessed, have witnessed so many times in New Age communities. The highs of success, having a good ceremony, bringing people together, celebrating, and then the low, right, when alone, when things aren't going so well. Not being consistent in our joy, the inner peace, always striving for something more, something out of reach. And still, in my case, my New Age path did eventually bring me to Christ. Amen. Actually, on, on numerous occasions, he did come into my life in various ways. Yet I wasn't fully ready. I wasn't ready to commit, to fully commit. Thus, in my me, me, you know, I am God, distorted worldview, I saw Christ as an ally, as one of many allies. You see? He was often, was always in my prayers and in vocations and along with other saints and deities at times. Yes, there's a certain greediness I perceived in my own path, looking back especially, and observing others, that having one Lord, one Master was not enough. I wanted them all. And even when I had profound spiritual awakening then, back in 1996, November of 96, it should have happened there, except it wasn't Jesus in this occasion that appeared to me. Rather, I described it as the, the Christ team. This one night after my awakening, it felt as though Christ's representatives had come to say, welcome. It's a profound moment which is hard to put into words. Even though uh, at times before and certainly after that, I did come to, to know Jesus directly at various moments, profound moments. I still wasn't ready. And of course, the moments I remember most profoundly when Jesus intervened were moments of darkness, of even despair, feeling despondent. This is when he always showed up for me. And through this selfishness, the me-me, I am Godness of the New Age path, I did my best to act with integrity. 
and failed more than once. Yes. Humility is key, isn't it? To admit when we have strayed from the path. Because, yes, it's all too easy to rationalize our actions and our words. This is part of the challenge of, of the New Age path. It's exactly this, our this tendency to, to use spiritual language and teachings to our advantage, to rationalize our behaviors, to avoid true mm, transparency and accountability. Yes, I believe a lot of people drawn to the New Age movement, especially those who become teachers and counselors like myself, could be classified as puers, puellas, puer eternus. It's a term that Carl Jung used to describe the eternal boy. There's a puella, the eternal girl. Those who are loath to grow up, to commit, and thus are easily drawn into this new age, I am God path. The puer does not want to commit, and thus is loath, at least hesitant, to admit his shortcomings, his imperfections. The narcissist, by design, is all about perfection. Seeing himself or herself as perfect, as a perfect role model, and always to show themselves in this way, and to receive the adulation, and the approval from their peers, from their clients and their students. At the same time, hiding concealing anything that is not perfect in their psyche, in their makeup. Putting on a mask, if you will, and I believe social media has made this all the more easy in a way for people to hide, yeah? to show themselves in only in a certain light. Or when they do show humility, it often has a shallowness to it, a falseness. Ego, of course, is the main barrier to true success. And I like to define ego as an acronym, which stands for Edge God Out. Yes, a narcissist is not aligned with God. They might say so, but they're not. There's a lack of humility authenticity. Both seem shallow and false if we can see beyond the surface. It's what I have come to know is that God requires true humility. God requires us to bow, which is to humble ourselves, to admit that we are imperfect. To acknowledge that we have sinned, 
many times. There's freedom in this. This is where I was misled, like so many in the New Age movement. There is real freedom in humility, in revealing our imperfections or shortcomings, to confessing. Because, yes, we are all sinners. No one is perfect. And thus, the miracle of miracles when God forgives us for our sins. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. So watch out for the trap that we, we call narcissism. Exciting highs, the lowest of lows, even despondency. Yes, I've witnessed this so many times in New Age circles. Miserable, indeed. Looking for the next high. Looking for an escape from their misery. No. For me, this is not the way. Trust is key. Remember this. Trust in God, yes, and also know this, that trust is God. To trust is godly. Returning to our innocence, returning to the heart, living from the heart is what God asks from us. The human mind is a kind of battlefield, isn't it? Why? For me it's obvious. Satan I call it Satan's playground, the human mind. This is the only place where Satan can exert any control. The influence is in your mind. Satan has no jurisdiction in the human heart, and especially in the tiny heart. There's no place for Satan there. Only the human mind can be corrupted and manipulated by the Dark Lord. God's place, the true place of God, is the heart, the human heart, and the tiny heart, that place of total freedom, total bliss, finest bliss. And thus, to sin is to miss this exquisite moment Yes, to, to know God is also to know the moment, this precious moment. To be in the heart is to be in the now. To be in the head is to be in the past slash future. And that's where Satan can exert much influence and control. Knowing God is to know this moment, this precious moment. So reveal yourself to God without shame. There's, there's no need for shame. And certainly without censorship. What else is there? For me now, looking back from this place of 
Christ consciousness, worship the one true God, the, the New Age movement, that landscape they refer to, it looks barren, like a wasteland even. And some people caught in that, that wheel, the samskara, can become so obsessed, or, or maybe better to say possessed, that they appear almost like zombies. And this is sad. I pray for them. I pray for every human on this planet. I pray they may know light, the light of God, the light of truth, as I have come to know. All of the signs show us that we are witnessing the end times. It's all, all of this has been prophesied, by the way, in the Bible, Revelations especially. What better time to embrace God, to surrender to Jesus Christ? Prayer works. It's one thing I've been saying for, for many years, even decades, throughout my New Age journey. The power of prayer. And now I, I, I understand even more the power, the beauty of prayer. Never underestimate the power of prayer. And one doesn't need to go to the depth of despair to realize God. Yet this is often the case, as with me, the long dark night of the soul, will eventually lead us to God if, if we stay the course, stay committed. At some point, a true godly experience happens. Do not be concerned with the duration of your dark night of the soul. Because when it comes to the end, you will feel such bliss that whatever time it took, it will all be worth it. And it's all behind you. Trust. Remember, trust is God. I want to offer some advice from my own experience with prayer to make prayer more effective, more powerful. First, there is power in numbers. As the Master said, when two or more are gathered in my name. Remember, it only takes two. Quality is more important than quantity. Better to be with those you feel total alignment with, those who are aligned with God, with your Creator, then the power of that group is mightier than the sum of its parts. So if you can pray with another, with your beloved, with a dear friend, there's power in this. The other advice I give is to pray out loud 
whether alone, especially alone, it's one of the ways we can amp up the experience when we only have ourselves. Pray out loud, as if God is in the space with you. You're having a direct conversation with God. Speak it out loud and with passion from the heart. And thus, adding to this, you might feel called to do some chanting, some deep breathing to, to help you get even more fully in the heart space so that your prayer has bhakti, devotion, and power. We love to chant, and you can draw on us for this, if you will. We have uh, songs of worship on our YouTube channel. And of course, we're always here. If you have any questions, concerns, happy to provide feedback. And to have a direct living relationship with God, for me, is the most glorious experience possible. Nothing comes close. Nothing else comes close. Human love can be blissful, inspiring, especially when God is present. Is it not... Is that love not divine between two or more humans when God is present in the mix? Because in my experience, anything not God is the dangerous path, it's the miserable path, the path to misery, self-loathing. Yes, Satan has no desire for us to be happy, to be in love with life, even with ourselves. There's a false love that narcissistic self-worship that I spoke about at the beginning, that is a lie. Satan is the master of lies. So I feel blessed to share this message this time, this profound time. And there are many ways, there are many techniques to deepen one's relationship with God. Remember, practice makes perfect. Consistency, having a daily practice. It could be something as simple as starting your day with prayer and or ending the day before before going to sleep, pray, and pray out loud. For example, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, now and forever. Amen. 
Amen, Amen, Amen. Yes, I like to sing my prayers. And with practice, persistence, we start to see more and more the miraculous at work in our life. As in one of my favorite affirmations, my life is a continuous stream of miracles. Yes, I learned about affirmations in the New Age paths. <laughs> my life is a continuous stream of miracles. Which reminds me of another beautiful line a song of worship to Jesus which goes even when I don't see it he's working even when I don't feel it you're working you never stop never stop working never stop never stop working and trust is God even when I don't see it you're working even when I don't feel it you're working you never stop you never stop working, you never stop, never stop working. Waymaker. Yes, God is omnipotent, omniscient, never stops working on our behalf, behind the scenes, in the forefront. My life is a continuous stream of miracles. Say it, feel it. Bless you sharing this time with me. Bless you and your family. May God shine his holy light and the Holy Spirit into your, into your home, to your family, blessing everyone, mending hearts, inspiring new insight, deep wisdom, helping you to see that there are solutions to every problem, Every problem has not one, but many solutions. God shows us this. God gives us inspiration and creativity to deal with every issue in our lives. I pray that this blessing comes to you now. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. We thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode. We depend on you, our listeners, to build and expand our audience, to share the nod. So, if you like what you hear, please do not hesitate to share with your friends, family, and community. Sat Nod!